Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, start rubbing your bomb in your palm because uh, it's time to to do application of you know me- meager meager substance. Or see, we see, you still got to start writing these out because uh, it's time for sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Hey everybody, this is Scooter. I, I got to interrupt the Patreon campaign here. In the interim, I'll be talking about uh, Macklemore and his song "White Privilege" and just kind of touching on it. But and I'm not looking to politicize the show, or, or I know this is your safe place to fall asleep. Uh, but this show is also kind of about empowerment, and I, I guess I can't think of anything more opposite than the word privilege than what's happening in Flint, Michigan. Uh, where we're talking about something that should be a basic human right everywhere in the world, uh, clean, drinkable water, not not a, I mean, not even close to a privilege. Uh, and we have our brothers and sisters there and their children. Uh, children, I mean, it just shouldn't be a privilege for people to drink clean water. And Damon D. on the back have sent me a link for the United Way of Genesee County. It'll be in the show notes. And I think this is really something we can all come together on and be empowered by uh, and just take a breath together and say, hey, if you can afford to give some money to the United Way of Genesee County's water fund for Flint, uh, go ahead and go out and do it, please. Or speak out about it or think about it and, and, and take a few breaths. I'm not trying to threaten anyone with my views about anything or anything like that. This is still a safe place. And but this is a moment to the beginning of the show where I could kind of speak up, and it's just been it's just been really b- b- bugging me. So thanks for hearing me out. And and if you if you can afford to, uh, click on the link in the show notes or just Google United Way Flint Water Fund. Let's try to start writing this wrong. If you want to start, just start somewhere. You know, you can start somewhere else too. But this is just uh, so. I'm all, all I'm asking is you to think about it. You know, just put the people you care about in that situation. They say, "Geez, you know, people deserve clean water." And I don't, I don't even know. I, I guess, but but you know, it, it's a chance uh, tomorrow, I guess, to say, "Hey, I, I can help out," or or whatever. So, thanks for hearing me out. Hey, you have only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever your body is, is if it's agitated or hurting, or if your feelings are, you know, springing over the surface. Whatever, any of those things or, or something else. I'm going to try to distract you from that. And the way I'm going to do is I'm going to smooth out a little audio safe place here. And I may have already said that, but I was so busy smoothing it down, you know. And so I'm going to try to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. I'm going to send my voice and my attention here across the deep, dark night and do my best to escort you across that mysterious threshold between wake and sleep. And if it's your first time here, your first few times here, and we're getting some new people in from Sampler Show or hearing about us from other places, welcome. I, I, I hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, I'll be as honest with you as I can. This is a different show. It's it's uh, 
I'd say if it's in the abnormal range, you know, if you were looking, if you slap it up on any, if you, if this podcast had any transparency and you were to hold it up to light, like an artificial light source or in the light of day, you'd say, okay, there's, so that's the podcast there. Yes, this is a podcast in transparency form. Okay, there's something abnormal in there. Okay, sure, which part? Well, in there, in there, most, yeah, I don't know, there, there, over there, yes, it's overall a bit abnormal, and I would say, I said, what are you, a professional transparency reader? And I said, geez, don't, you know, let me, I don't want to get you started on slide decks or anything, because I know it's got to be sad for you, and that's the other podcast I do, the transparency podcast, which... You know, a bunch of news organizations were like, could you change the name of it because you're just talking about transparencies? And I said, yeah, it's, it's my my other passion. Uh, and I, I don't even have an interest in transparencies. I just like talking to people that are into transparencies. And they said, yeah, but we're trying to do, you know, and I said, okay, okay. Let me, let me you know, I'll make myself transparent if you pardon the pun. And then I stood there. This is a habit. I stood there too long. And well, anyway, enough about me. You know, enough about me. What am I going to do here? I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. As I said, I'm going to try to distract you. Theory goes that I bait. One of one of the things this podcast is based on is that you can't really think about two things at once. So I'd rather you listen to me, and and I try to t- draw your focus in or your attention in from all the other stuff that's keeping you up, all the other narratives. And, 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 and then, but then I'll just kind of like meander and, you know, take my time getting the point. There won't be, there's nothing in this podcast that's enthralling. If the working definition of enthralling is what I think it is, but, but it's, it'll, it'll, it'll kind of, it won't grab your attention. You'll just kind of note it. You kind of like, you see the cat is sitting there out of the corner of your eye. It's still sitting there or something. I don't know if that's the best thing, but. But I guess I'm, I'm, I'm distracted, too, because I was thinking about Macklemore, of all people. And every once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll make a Macklemore reference. Actually, I don't know if I've made an actual Macklemore reference. Uh, but, but I've, you know, referenced Macklemore. But anyway, the, I was thinking this is a specific thing about Macklemore. Good thing. He's got this wonderful song out uh, with, with a powerful message and it is great. And, you know, try to control your knee-jerking, especially at bedtime. It's called White Privilege 2. And it's kind of what, what it's about. But, but as I listened to it a few times, you know, I don't know Macklemore, and I definitely don't know, you know, I do, but, but I, I listen. And if you listen to the song, listen to it a few times. And on the fifth or sixth or seventh time, you'll say, wait a second. This Macklemore's got brain bots on top of all... Uh, that he's trying to do with that song and always trying to kind of work through and whatever. I mean, I don't want to, you know, I want you to have your own journey with it. But I, I heard more than one level of Macklemore's brain bots in there, and it, you know, it struck a chord with me along with the rest of the song. And I thought, this poor kid with his, are those epaulets or what are those things called? I, I, I see the word. It looks like epaulets. But I don't know how to pronounce it. You know, with, with I said this guy's got he's got a lot of brain bots, and I, I fell for him. And here he is trying to process his feelings in about about what to do about what the song's about, or, or just how to formulate his thinking about it. 
And, man, he was really hammering himself mentally. And then, you know, he externalized it as well. Uh, but but I guess, like, if you're, if you're alone in the deep, dark night right now, and you like Macklemore like I do, and, and, and what could be a more podcasty word than Macklemore? And Ryan Lewis, he, he's, he's pretty damn decent, too. And that Ryan Lewis, he, he's a hell of a young man as well. I don't want to take anything. I just haven't had a—I don't have a familiarity with Ryan Lewis's brain bots. Also, Ryan Lewis kind of looks—he looks like, he, one, he could be running a startup, uh, an internet startup. And Ryan Lewis looks like a little bit like a—I don't I'm not positive with Jack Dorsey—like almost like if uh, B.J. Novak was playing Jack Dorsey— I say, that's Ryan Lewis, maybe, but I, I could just be me. Uh, but this Macklemore, what one, yeah, I could say that all night. You see, it, Macklemore almost does seem like, as you say, it's like one of those, uh, that's my favorite Muppet, Macklemore. I say, I love that. You say, no, no, he said, oh, oh, you mean that Macklemore? Oh, I was thinking of Macklemore that was dancing around in my head with Macklemore, believe it or not. And when they do, they would do a high five and they called it a Smacklemore. And all the kids would fall down giggling. And so, the, and that's kind of why I do this podcast, because while I'm talking, stuff like that is really going through my head. And it, t- and it tends to kind of distract you, because you say, well, I don't know if I could take this guy seriously. He seemed to be heading right to, like, he was, he was in knee-jerk territory. He was talking about white privilege to Macklemore. And then he kind of went down, a, it took a strange bend, was it was and he said, "But I, I guess I could remember that from the song where he was kind of form." Uh, and he said, "Well, I guess maybe he does have brain bots. And imagine if the brain bots were the one the ceiling couldn't hold them. You know, that's what I mean. Re-listen to that song now and say, what if uh, Ray Dalton is the externalization of Macklemore's brain bots?" And they say, okay, now, now you're like, honey, now I know for sure we, can, we don't need to take this scooter seriously. Uh, because while I was trying to make a roadmap of where he was going, he redirected traffic right into Nonsense Town. Uh, but I guess well, I guess what my point was to try to maybe, you say, well, that, Macklemore's got brain bots too, you know. And who knows if he sleeps good or not. Uh, but I would suppose that every once in a while he has trouble sleeping if that's what his internal dialogue is like at all. And he seems like a thinker. He's a bit of a thinker in a good way. And a care. He's a care. He seems to care. And he seems to want to help. And uh, what do you call that? Not just enact change and empower change, uh, but catalyze it maybe. I don't know. I haven't looked at my word of the month calendar yet. Okay, so if anyone's still with me, obviously we've lost all the the um, you know Macklemore dislikers or the people that hate hearing that word. They said, "Well, I did like him until he said his name fifty five times." They said, "All right, I won't say it again." But it's really hard not to when they're doing the they're doing the Macklemore right now, really in my head. And he's got that slicked back hair and that really, that really joyous face. Both him, both of them. Oh, but I, I won't say it. I'll just say Oshkosh, bagosh. Uh, but yeah, is this if this is your first time here? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoops! I guess I'd say if I was going to double down on trying to 
recruit people to listen to the podcast. I can only be myself, I guess, and only do what I do. And it's honest dose of what this podcast is like. Uh, so, so I guess if you're with me here, you're like, okay, that might fall. Or you may, ideally, maybe you're drifting off already. And, you know, you're giving, your, you know, you're giving a couple people high fives, you know, fuzzy friends. Or maybe you're rolling over and saying, okay, is Ryan, you know, report, if you're a reporter, maybe to be taken, is Jack, Jack Dorsey equals Ryan Lewis? And then maybe like be, then just like another thought bubble with a circle at BJ Novak question mark. And then maybe below, but just put this just for me, conspiracy theory, but just leave it down there. So when you wake up, then you'll be even more confused. You'll say, okay. Jack Dorsey, Ryan Lewis, and B.J. Novak. Was it? Did I have a dream about? Oh boy, really? I don't remember it. It's the last thing I thought of was this dancing Muppet with that. You know, the one of those those military band jackets. And there was there's dancing things on the top of the Muppet's head, saying the ceiling can't hold us. And something I think Ray Dalton externalization. I put that down too. But that's the podcast. It's you know I I've had trouble sleeping on and off. I had a, a terrible bout of insomnia when I was young, and that's why I do the show. I can relate to to being in the, alone in the deep dark night. That's one, two. Whatever malfunctioning is going on in my brain seems either well suited or adaptable uh, to helping you carry off in a dreamland. If you enjoy silly stuff, uh, that's on the dull side of silly. You know, that's that's what we do here. And, and I just want to help you fall asleep. This might carry you off in a dreamland. I'm going to do my best. It, give it a couple of tries. If it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. You know, you, you put a time investment in here. And I realize they can be incredibly irritating uh, to some people. But, you know, I'm just trying my best. So so, so just take a breath. And, and there's other, there's plenty of other stuff out there, uh, you know, with some rain, raindrops or, so, so, you know, white noise or LibriVox, or Audible, tons of stuff. So I hope you find something that does help you. But for now, just give us a couple tries. Uh, main message I try to get across is I'm glad you're here. Thank, thank you for coming by. And, and more than, uh, sometimes they say, I really want to, I hope I help you fall asleep. But really, I deeply desire to help you fall asleep. And, and I, I don't even understand totally why. So well, let's give it a shot, all right? Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are on the website. You can comment there. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook. Uh, if you can donate a dollar to Patreon, that's at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. Or if you if you don't want to use Patreon, just sleepwithmepodcast.com slash donate. Uh, we've got a Facebook group, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank our moderators, Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G., Lida Lie, Julie C., Alexandra and Laura. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who edits some of our episodes. He's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. And then I want to give a big shout-out to, to, you know, remember I tried to do that sleep show this summer, and then not too long ago, I discovered a podcast that someone had made a podcast about the night. 
Uh, that is so wonderful and so unexpectedly wonderful. Those are one of some this podcast I could have never made. And I didn't even like, wasn't even aware of how deeply I desired to have it until it existed. And so I want you to take some time and check out the Nocturne podcast if you haven't yet. It's by Vanessa. And I happen to get the chance to talk, just talk podcast stuff with Vanessa. And then it just went from me being a fan to, to a serious Nocturne advocate now, I think. That sounds a little clinical, though. A super, I guess a super fan would be more like it. So check out the Nocturne podcast. Check it out on iTunes or in your podcatcher. It'll be in the show notes. And there's like a great one about the night sky. That was the last one I listened to. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. And I think that's it. So let's get on to the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for season two of Get Bessos. And as our vision starts to come into focus, we see a table. It looks a bit like a, a table you might see in a high school cafeteria or with donuts outside of a church covered in donuts. One of those, it's not a card table, but it's one of those long folding tables. And on the table is a plastic punch bowl. Like one of those ones you see, it almost looks like glass. You'd say, is that crystal? But it's it's plastic. And next to it are a couple of generic bottles of soda. And you can hear a man pacing back and forth. And, and a chatter of people talking in the distance. Okay, okay. Uh, who, who has the, do we have actual wine punch? Does anyone have actual wine punch? Anyone? Uh, who's who's in charge of the... Oh, boy. Oh, no. Uh, you, the centurion. Or what we... Do, do you know who... Does, is anyone bringing any fruit punch? Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Bissos is... Uh, we, we, we've, uh, we've extracted those uh, ones that were in that uh, glacier. It's not a wine punch, though, sir. Well, when is it going to be here? Uh, it's it's on its way. They're coming right now down the. Uh, they're coming down the. Right, they see this, uh, and then we hear the sounds of horses clopping, clopping. But as we can see, it's not horses, but horse, you know, horsemen, or no, no, not horsemen, men, horse, horso, you know, the half horse, half half guy, guys. These are four-legged horses, not. Uh, two horse legs and two human legs, a uh, full horse torso, uh, full human torso, a uh, full horse lower body. And they trot in carrying two cans of a fruit punch that is not a brand name. And the man pacing back and forth, we see his head is reflecting a strange sky. And the man is uh, Jif Bissos, and he's organizing the table. He's got a stack of napkins, and the napkins are mismatched and mi mismatched. There's a couple baseball napkins, a couple uh, 99-cent store Barbie knockoff birthday party napkins, a few uh, build builder napkins, and he's organizing the table. And as the horsemen come up with the cans, they, they put them on the table. 
and they race back. Where, where are you guys going? Where are you guys? Where, where are they going? Uh, Mr. Business, we're going to start the party games. Well, the party hasn't started. The guests, the guests of honor aren't here. Uh, yes, Mr. Business, we want to play the games while we can. You know, we're going to play. Uh, okay, just go play your games. That, that's fine. I'm just waiting for the... Uh, aren't you guys excited? Oh, yes, we're so excited, Mr. Bissos. You know, as excited as we could be. Also, you know, we'll, we'll be playing. We'll let us know when they get here. Okay, okay, well, thank you. We, thank you, okay. Thank you, Kartok. It's, it's Kartok, uh, Mr. Bissos. I've told you that many times. Oh, thank you, Kartok. Kartok. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so, uh, oh, no one's here. I, I just can't, I can't remember. I couldn't remember what that ice cream was called. So, okay, I'm going to start mixing it. And I don't know what this is. It's called a citrus splash. I think that's generic Sprite. sprite. And I never knew what the, it's, it's Sprite and Fruit Punch. And that's the punch. And then the uh, ice cream. But it's not Neapolitan. It's the other one. And I said, it's that rainbow sherbet. And he said, well, there's no rainbow sherbet in that glacier. And I said, well, I thought it's because it's this glacier. It seemed, oh, Jeff, who are you talking to? Uh, but this is it. This is what we have for the party. And I mean, I just, I'm, I can't wait. Oh, there's, are you guys, oh, hey, everybody. Hey, are you, you looking forward to everybody's getting So I have... The punch minus, is it rainbow sherbet? Does anybody, is anyone else here from Earth? No one right now. Uh, play class, did you ever live on Earth? I, I, okay, it's fine, it's fine. I'm just trying to make this punch. I think the guys will like it. It was either, it was either the punch or orange drink. And I said, that's what you drink in hell is orange drink anyway. So I think we're ready for the party. And Jiff, we see him, he starts to pace around the table, trying to make you... What meager things they have. A few bottles of soda. A few bottle cans of fruit punch uh, mixed in a semi-clear punch bowl. We don't see a ladle. We don't have rainbow sherbet or Neapolitan ice cream. Uh, but people are starting to gather and, and come in towards the table. And it's, it's, it's people from mythology from the mythology of our story and stories you may have heard or, or kind of just remember. Not the most famous people. A lot of giants or large uh, humanoid creatures, winged creatures, you know, half horse, half men, a couple will be people cloaked in wizard robes. They say, is that Mesmaro? From what wonder which Mesmaro that is, but people we remember from the good old days of when our story left off. Oh, and by the way, hi, I'm here to, you know, narrate this story and try to stay out of the way of it and, and not be taking any part in it. But re reeling it to you, I'm the narrator, and the man down there we were just watching is Jif Bissos, formerly of your world. You may have heard of him. And where are we? Well, if you look around with me and you scan around, you can see it's dry and it's dusty. It's a bit desert-like, but the, your eye and your gut is right. The, the, the color 
just isn't right. The way the light strikes the giant cliffs we see just doesn't make any sense. The shadows are muted and kind of without substance. Because there isn't one light source, there's many. It's features, if you if you had the time, you know, to, to say, well, let me do, you know, I'm doing a thesis report on the lighting of where we are right now. And where we are is a little place that used to be called Hell Canyon. It was off of the the place of eternal damnation once upon a time that uh, not too long ago, well, maybe longer than you might think, was once called hell. But that was eliminated by the forces from above. And this here was where Hell, hell 2.0 got launched with Jif Bissos down there. And two other young men will be with in just a few minutes. And the name of our story here is Get Bessos, or it was last year. For why would Jif be here? Because he looks like a normal human who's spent too much time in a place without a, a sun or a star. But you really can't, with the, with the red tones, he looks rather healthy. And in some sense he is, for he's... Well, it's tough to gauge if he's, I guess I can't read too much into it because I'm just a narrator. But let me cut to the chase here. We're in Hell 2.0. Used to be called Hell Canyon. I think that's what I was trying to say. And it's got a lot of rocks. And you say, when you first get here, you say it's, you say it's pretty impressive. I can feel you looking up, wondering... Is there a ceiling as the rocks descend into darkness with those and is that lava up there where the reds and the blacks coagulate it's almost it's almost like a strange red and black set of constellations up there constellations are a little more linear and you could wonder, your, your mind could start to play tricks on you if you lie. If, if there was somewhere comfortable to lie down, you know, you'd just stand up there and stare all day. But I'll tell you what, if you look up to the sky, and then you slowly turn your vision to a little left, and you follow those lines of cliffs as they dodge in and out, in and out in different layers, a bit like a... You know, a graph turned on its side. And you say, this is, it's interesting, but it's getting a little repetitive. And if you keep following that, if you just squint the right way, right there, and that one jutting out the most with that little platform, it looks like a, almost like a platform. You could see two figures up there. And one's dangling its feet and kind of the licking, and if as we start to get closer, by the power of narration, you can see he's watching down there. And maybe he has the power of narration down there, because it seems like he's narrating a gif pacing around the table. As we get closer, you see that man is none other than James Cash Penny, uh, founder of the J.C. Penny Empire. Yeah, you know, once a resident of Earth, then supposedly a resident of uh, someplace like uh, Purga, not Purgatory, uh, Limbo. 
and it, well, we'll get to it because there's another man pacing back and forth. And it sounds a bit like he's muttering or blubber, blubber, blubber muttering. And you say, well, that's a, that's a husky man walking there. And I'd say, you're right. And a man who sold things in husky sizes as well, because that's Richard Warren Sears, founder of Sears, you know, and it would become Sears Roebuck, then which becomes, uh, I think, Sears again. Around these parts, he goes by R.W., but it's Richard Warren Sears. And those are the two main characters. And if we were anywhere else, you'd say, well, those are our heroes. You know, those are the guys we're going to be rooting for. Those are the guys, the do-gooders, the ones that represent the light. But to be honest, we're in hell or the reinvention of hell. But that's not really important right now because they're talking. Richie, Richie, look at him. He's setting something up, Richie. He he looks really nervous, but he keeps grinning, too. And he, he, Richie, are you seeing what he's doing with his hands? And look, all the, all the horse guys came. I think they had, I don't know if that was, uh, did you ever change the oil in your car, Richie? Oh, boy. And look at Richie, Richie, there's go. No, there's, there's not a lot of people there. Those giants... Look at that. What was that giant's name? Gang Gangrion? Oh boy. Okay, James. Uh, what? 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 Look at that Jiff. He's he, he doesn't look like. Uh, I don't know. Let's just get down there. Uh, I mean, he's obviously putting something together to honor us. And uh, I just want to get back there, and I could just use a little nap to be. Oh, Richie, really? That sounds so healthy, and we we do deserve a nap. It's been, I'm exhausted too, and I'm just I'm just hoping uh, I, I don't know. I just can't wait. To, I need a respite. I don't know how long we've been gone, and well, it, just, it looks like those are our friends. So I can't wait to say. Haven't you missed Jeff? I I've missed Jeff. I'll be honest with you. I've missed Jeff. Are you you buddy, buddy, buddy? Are you kidding me? I mean, after what we've been through, I, I, I would say, I, I, you, you missed Jeff too, didn't you, buddy? Uh, yeah, well, let's get down there. I think that it's, uh, does he have some sort, because I'm parched too. Can we get, okay, let's go, let's do it. This is your narrator again. Now, as they depart, and as they start to make their way to the shortcut down that canyon that we, we, we can't see, you know, those. so that's Richard Warren Sears and James Cashmany. Now, they spent some time in limbo in our old series, and then they decided they had had enough of limbo. And I guess the version I heard was that Richard Warren Sears decided to return to Earth uh, he was so upset with uh, Jeff, Jeff Bissos, for crushing his retail empire. Uh, that him and James uh, set out to fix his goat or whatever they would say, whichever, you know, because I think that guy may be in petticoats. And as they returned to Earth to, to, to get Bessos, as they said, uh, they learned a lot of lessons about friendship and love, and they even became friends with Jeff. And then they learned about overcoming obstacles and in dealing with antagonists against this man, Hans Zimmer Gorbelli. 
And you might be saying to yourself, well, where's Hans Zimmer Gorbelli? What's happened since since I last heard this story? Because uh, the last thing you might remember is they agreed to, uh, at least for the time being, start to redo the way things were being done in the afterlife for people that had made mistakes. And they thought they'd take a proactive approach and send uh, former residents of hell, retrain them as kind of guardian, near-like angels, but obviously these are people coming but out into the world, send people from hell out into the earthly world, you know, to help warn them and train them and advise them uh, to tell people to change their ways. And and then after they did this, so that was how we left off. Hey, let's fix this. Let's not send people down here for eternity. Let's fix things right where they're at, right at the source. And it was a positive message that season ended with, with potential, unlimited potential of human beings. And if we could just get people to realize that potential, and maybe this is a way, James Cashpenny, our hero, I would say, in that story... You could say that. And they agreed and everyone tried, decided to work together to send hell into earth to, to make everything right. And, you know, it didn't, it didn't, you know, now the world, is, is once we knew it, is kind of more of a, for the most part, a cosmic void, we would say, uh, because, you know, they said uh, it, it just didn't go so great. And then once they realized what they had unleashed on the world and kind of the ramifications, and then they said, well, that can't be undone. And then so that's where the guys are returning from. They went out into the world and they said, well, maybe we should bring you know, maybe we should put a lid back and, you know, put this genie back and put almost all of the residents of hell, the human ones, or formally, but let's bring everybody back. And it turns out it's way easier to let people out than to go around, you know, for two guys. And they did use some other resources and things. And time tra changes, I guess, a lot of different on Earth. Because in hell, it doesn't seem like they've been gone to them that long uh, but all oh, the adventures they had chasing out and they say hey don't do that let's go back you know let's go back we need you know i guess we didn't finish your training co correctly or oh boy we didn't think this one out as well you know we thought didn't you listen to my speech uh, you know where i said unlimited potential of human choice and freedoms and so they had to travel our Earth, where once was our, our Earth. And I don't know, maybe we'll find out the time that passed. I'm not even sure. And it was a bit of a bit of work. I don't know how many people, you know, had to be accounted for. And I don't know if they, I think they may have launched it with a one-to-one, -one, which was probably another idea. If they could do, do it again, they might have rethought. Unfortunately, they didn't. And I think Jif did pitch R.W. I can remember it might have been a fan fiction that this cat wrote, but maybe Sir Pounce wrote it, but he 
It was that R.W. Jeff said, well, what if we do a computer model of this whole thing first? And then R.W. said, well, what if the computers, you know, he was a little bit worried about the computers taking over. And he said, what if we unleash the computers on the world? Let's just go straight to, you know, Hellions. And so what I'm saying is, and then, you know, is that, uh, you know, it's a bit of, now we'll find out more. But they, they've been busy be, still being heroic. Uh, and they have the horn. You might say, well, what do you do in that situation? And he said, well, you know, it depends. First, you try to get, you know, put the lid back in the bottle for maybe 50, you know, however many years it takes. Well, how long does it take to crash every economy? And then, you know, not, you know, once the dominoes start to fall, but they did have the horn of Jethro. So they were able to uh, de-exist a lot of the problems. But it was kind of like, uh, it was too bad they didn't have a time travel machine, but they didn't. And so, and, and they, they said, well, we're doing our best here. So, well, some problems on Earth. Well, but, but we'll find out more. But that's where the guys have been. So they're, that's why they're so tired. Hundreds, thousands of years fighting uh, well-intentioned evil, I guess I'd say, or evil from a good... They said, we were trying to do the right thing here. We just didn't realize, you know, we, we didn't think these were that bad. You know, we'd just say, hey, you know, I made a speech. We we had him watch a lot of film, and we thought, you know, learn from my mistakes. And there was another theory that said that the world was one. They, they said once... So it's not a it's not a cut and dry thing. I don't exactly know what happened, and I think James said it best since he's still here. Was he said why he goes why would you send these people there in the first place? You know, I think he said he he was always saying that because he even felt bad about the existence. He said this is just, and so I guess it was one of those you know with humanity. What can you say? You know, that's the end. Uh, almost so. So that that's what's been going on. <laughs> Goodness gracious, you know. Anyway, so as we see here, there's Jif down there around the table. That guy's plate glass there holding the, uh, you think it's a broom he's holding. It doesn't have a broom or maybe a mop uh, that he's holding there. And as we watch... Uh, you can start to see if we stay at a distance here, because it does seem like an intimate. You see them hugging, or, or James is hugging the giants. He's kissing some of the really big giants' feet. Look at that giant, that gray one with the horn is giggling. That's very cute. You think that might be gray? Maybe there's the and there's the bird that disliked poets at one point. Uh, and then till the bird learned to dislike the complaining of R.W. And then learned to live with that. I think it's he picked up R.W. by the shoulders and like a little, little bit of like the dog. He's running around the sky. R.W. seems to both not like it and like it. Jif's clapping and trying to find something to mix the punch. Doesn't seem like they have a... I don't know how they're going to pour that punch either. I guess, you know, probably supplies at this point are in low, you know, low supply or no supply. But if you take a second to, to just take in all the faces, 
you know, whether it's a, a centaur's face or a wizard's face or a giant's face or, the, you know, the woman, uh, like a, a former titan's face. I said, I, I think those are titans. I'm not exactly sure. But you can see it's like all these famous, or, my, you know, back in the day, you know, people like Milton Rold or whoever, you know, these were these were the top names. But it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot, but everyone, they seem happy. If you really watch, let's just watch for an extra second. Watch their feet, they're shuffling their feet. That giant's kicking the dirt and looking down, smiling. It seems like a maybe... There's something else there, a tension or a, like, look at all the hand. It's, it's not hand wringing, kind of like a self-hand massage. They say, wow, even in hell they can self-soothe. And they say, well, I guess, uh, I guess maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that was re reintroduced in this new hell, self-soothing. Hell 2.0, self-soothing aloud. And I said, well, that doesn't sound as only, you know, once a month, you know, but, but these are, I mean, mostly employees of hell. As a matter of fact, Jif's the only, uh, I see plate glass, and I said, I don't know, plate glass has been down there a while. And of course, I didn't study it. I said, well, let's see. I think his name was once Flagolas or something. And he's there, he's telling James a story, and James is laughing. And wow, you can just see the charisma of James Cash Penny as he works this canyon. And man, he's he's like, uh, look at him, he's balancing a wizard's, uh, what's called, wand in his hand. And giggling, and then he's, and then R.W. looks like he's just standing by Jif, and now he's pointing at the punch and, and asking for some punch. And Jif seems to be walking around, looking around. He just like you could see his shoulders want to shrug, but he doesn't want to shrug because R.W.'s kind of lightheartedly berating them. And now it looks like this plate glass, I call him Skiffy. Uh, he's doing material like he's pretending, it looks like he's pretending he has a a shovel, he's sh pretending to shovel the punch, and he thinks it's funny. And I think even, J I just caught Jif out of the corner of his eye, look at R.W., R.W. looked back, and they shared a smile. So this is a sweet, sweet moment, it seems like. And you can say that despite everything that's happened, you know, coll I mean, possible collapse of humanity, I don't know. I don't want to jump to conclusions here as the narrator. Uh, there's a real feeling of friendship down here. And I dare say love, so I'd say, well, something's probably not right. You know, but they did nuke, or, or you know, almighty nuke uh, hell. So this is something, you know, different. But now everybody's starting to coalesce and gather around the table. And Jif is handing, and now it looks like they're ceremonially, inadvertently, I guess, passing the punch bowl around and drinking from it. And R.W. spilled most of it and now is yelling at Jif. 
And now James took a sip and then RW and now they're passing it around. And let's let's get in there and, and really listen in here. Oh, it's so good to see all you guys. Oh, that was Jeff. Thank you for that punch. That was that was uh, that was good. It's been a while since I've had punch. Oh, you got it, James. You got it. Yeah, that was, uh, it was the best we could do. You know, we really tried to have something nice for you because we missed you guys so much. I miss you, and I'm good to glad you. You're both okay. We 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 did we did we did okay. Uh, uh, Jeff, where is everybody? Uh, we, we, everybody who? Uh, is this is uh when when's everybody else getting here to welcome us back? Yeah, Jeff. Uh, where's uh? I feel like there's some people missing here. Well, guys, we sent everyone. You know, most most people went out to work with you. I guess I just don't... Does anybody want any more punch? I think I have... Oh, dear. G- Gary, I, somebody ate the punch bowl. That was the only... But we, you guys could drink out of the uh, cans here. How about a couple of... Uh, half of cans of fruit punch? Fruit, 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 tutor. Okay, Jif, uh, you look nervous. And every... Uh, you know, I can see... Your leader, what's going on here? Uh, what, what do you what do you mean? Uh, Jeff, uh, why is hell so empty? Uh, well, like I said, it was we were following your plan. Uh, you were in charge of logistics, Jeff. Right. So we efficiently flooded the world with the former residents of hell. And so that's where most people are. Well, yeah, they're not, you know, you know, we, we communicate. Well, they were, now they're de-existed, I know. And that's, I guess I don't know, is, it, is that a... Okay, let's just not, let's get, anyway, Jeff, we need to move, moving forward, as we say, in the, uh, you know, train, watch and train business once one. Uh, Jeff, I'm talking about all the new arrivals. Hey, Jif, play class, where is, uh, where, where are the Furies? Oi, the Furies, I, oh, well, uh, it's so good to see you guys, uh, oh, uh, oh. Oh, boy, w- what's, what's the problem here? Oh, why are you falling to your knee? Oh, my skiff, me, skiff, me, skiff, me, skiff, me, skiff, me, love, me, skiff, we're all, oh, oh. Uh, what's play class? What's the matter? Oh, me skiff, me me skiff, and and me love. Ah, uh, me skiff, it's gone, it's gone. Uh, Jeff, where the hell's his skiff? Oh, me skiff, me skiff, James, you go help us, please. Oh, oh. oh don't worry, I can help. What what's the matter, uh, play class? What uh, what did Jeff uh, uh replace your skiff with a drone? <sighs> a drone, I said. Uh, Remember, Jeff, when you tried to replace trucks with drones? R.W., that was in another... That was in, That's no longer applicable. All right, so play class, what's the matter, man? What'd you say? You, what's wrong with your skiff? Where are the Furies? Where, 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 where's, where's your love? Uh, well, James, James, let me speak for him, because he's weeping on R.W.'s feet. Uh, James, I think I can speak for everyone. I, I think it's time to tell you this isn't just a welcome back party you might have noticed we're we were so happy to see you guys 
so happy to have our friends back and have everybody kind of together. But, you know, you notice, you, there's a couple of people you didn't notice were missing, but you might have noticed that, yeah, the Furies are missing and some other people are missing, Hans and Mr. Hal Willie, remember? Oh, yeah, where, where are those two jokers? Well, they're... Well, um, okay, Jif, calm down, take a breath, and just tell us what's happening. Did you say this is like a... Were you about to say this is a going-away party? Okay, well... Oh, Mr. Penny, yeah. You see, you guys have been gone a very long time. I don't know if you knew that or not, but it's been... You know, time passes differently here, maybe there, but it's been a while. The first sign of trouble was with the Furies. You know, they're not here. And what happened was we hadn't had any intakes for so long. And then this very glamorous older woman came, and she even had a boa. And what, And I said, well, you, said you, got, you got in here with that, huh? And she had a cigarette with a cigarette holder. And she was very in command, James. So, in... Okay, wait a second. Why haven't there been any new people here? But we'll get back to the Furies. Oh, well, Earth is, was in a survival state. I th did we cover that, R.W.? Were you not listening? Or did I not say it? So, there are people left there, a few. Uh, well, we could talk more about it, but most of the people are just trying to survive, so... You know, they haven't been, that's why we haven't had any intakes. So this person, we are so excited. Do you guys remember Dame Edna? Now, Dame Edna, well, anyway, a bit like glamorous like that. Like a, like if Dame Edna and Helen Mirren, is it, or if, if Helen Mirren was playing Dame Edna, playing the man who plays Dame Edna as Dame Edna in the, you know, man behind Dame Edna story or something, Without starring Helen Mirren. Okay, Jif. I do not know what you're talking about. Okay, so what happened with the Furies? Okay, well, she started to train them. She said, why don't we... She goes, I'd like to hear these Furies sing. And she had this charismatic power. And I think it was an actual power as well as just a grip, you know. And she got them to sing and do routines... And mega in and she really got their voices, and they would do shows for us, and it was it was so it was so good. They were getting very very good. Okay, Jeff, hold hold on. So Earth, there's still people on Earth. Okay, well, there's two, yeah, kind of. Okay, but Jeff, there's no sinners. You're saying. Uh, not currently, because, you know, sloth and gluttony, you know, people don't really have time for that anymore. The few. And then there's one uh, civilization that we know about, but no one's coming in from there either. Okay, so are the Furies going to be doing a show later? Is that what you're saying, Jeff? Um, what what kind of, is it a doo-wop? Okay, well, the Furies, what happened was it ended up, I, I never caught this person's name. I was calling her Dame Mirren. And I think that is actually what you call Dame, I think so. But anyway, so one day she, she said, the, the Dame, I think that is what she, she said, call me the Dame. And I said, call you my Dame or the Dame? 
And then she said, Jif, uh, me and the Furies are leaving. And she, I said, I said, excuse me, leaving where? I said, I haven't got any, you know, relocation orders. We, well, we never have because this is a kind of a, despite the centuries that have gone by, kind of a new operation down here. And I said, I'm sorry, you know, a lot of people were, I was expecting to deal with a lot of disappointment, but I haven't, uh, Jif, get to the point. Uh, and so she said, well, I'm actually a recruiter for a heaven and we were recruiting some, we're, we're, we're doing some recruitment and we thought these three, and I said, could you take Medusa too? And she said, well, as if I, do I have to? I said, well, you, you, I think you do. And she said, oh, okay, Jeff, well, we're going to take them. We've got a tour planned of heaven. And I said, I, I had so many questions because I said, oh, that's, it's that big up there. She said a lounge tour. These are going to be able. These are going to be the next. This is the next big thing, the Furies and Medusa, or something. She said she would think of something flashier. And I mean, they were quite good. And the next thing you know, this angel comes in with a neon chariot, with ne- and I think it was actual like functional neon, not a, you know, spiritual neon or and and it was very fancy. It may have been Liberace, but I'm not positive on that. It, driving the chariot and the Furies and Medusa got in. Oh, no, they left Medusa with us. And then they took off and they went back. And, and I guess that was it. They were. Okay, Jeff, you are uh, a neon chariot, Jeff. Oh, God, good gracious. And that was it. The Furies are in, in, in heavenly entertainment now. So we were all happy for them, clearly. It was strange. It was definitely strange. All right, Jeff, how long ago was that? Or what? you're telling me that was just the start? Yeah, because after that, we started to get more and more assign- reassignments. Uh, it, it's, just, it's just a recent thing. The next thing was for Hans and Mr. Hell. And they said they were reassigned. Did you, did you guys ever see Superman 2? Remember, didn't I get you guys to watch it? Oh, God. Is that the one with, uh, uh, that's the one with the lovely General Zod, correct? Yeah, so, uh, remember they were in the meter of the prison? Remember they were in that uh, kind of mirror glass thing floating through outer space? Uh, yes. Okay, Jeff, Jeff. Uh, okay, so... You're saying that uh, Hans and Mr. Hell are in mirrors in space. Well, kind of. They said it's much more advanced than that. But it turns out it's they were inspired by Superman 2 and other comics. But they said this one would make sure you know it was it was you know wouldn't get broken. And they each one of them got separate ones instead of a single one. And they were just sent out to travel through space. It would never, it was like, I guess it's uh, gravity proof or something. Okay, that even I, Jif, no. I, I'm just telling you, it's got cosmic energy or, so, you know, it dark matter, I think is what they said. And that it's going to travel the vacuum of space all alone for eternity. Oh, geez, Jif, that's, that's, I mean, even for Hans and Mr. Hell, they were trying to make a, Wow. But the Furies, so the Furies got a lounge act, and those two got uh, space glass. Yeah, space mirror, space glass. It is the same kind of uh, flat plane, though, and we got to see it. 
And it was, they were waving, you know, I guess they, because we didn't, they didn't tell them. Jeff, who's, who's running all this? All those guardian angels, remember the ones with the badges? They're in, they said it was on their orders and, you know, future planning and that they're adjusting to the free will. And that's why they needed a little more entertainment. And so they're also retraining everyone. That's why everyone's down like Skiffy, Blake Glass. He's going to do this children's park, I guess. He's going to run a, it's going to be like a skiff, but it looks like a leaf, but it's a boat. And he'll be at the head of the boat with his little skiffy, skiff pole. Uh, can you hear him crying? He doesn't like this. He, he turns out he doesn't like to, to he's, he finds chill. He, he could live with the sullen, but the children, they, he says it gives them a, it gives them a headache. And so he'll go from, they have this, one of those parks with different nursery scenes and learning scenes with, I don't know if it's robots or what, but he's going to have to just skiff through that and they sing. Well, you know, instead of a break, it just goes all day long. You know, so almost everyone's getting reassigned, pretty much almost everyone, by this new thing. They said that it's clearly Hell 2.0 did not work, probably because it was, a, you know, we, we were a bootstrap operation or a startup. Uh, Jeff, why do you pause obscenely long there? Well, because, um, yeah. okay, Jeff, you're upset. So, like, the Giants and the Titans, where are they going? Well, I guess they have, like, a recreation of the Dusseldorf Zoo. So they're going to be there at the zoo for people to come look at. Uh, Jif, these, those, 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 they're, they're, they're Titans. They have esteem. Uh, they, they're not zoo animals. James, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just relaying what I've heard. Uh, are we going to meet General Zod? Uh, RW, that's nothing to do with anything. And what about the centaurs, Jeff? Well, they, they'll they'll be like a sport. They, I guess they'll be bet on them, you know, they'll race. They said, well, we could use some gambling up here. You know, no, you know, non-vice gambling. For, 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 you know, no, I don't know if they'll be wagering. I don't know. They They don't tell us a whole lot. I just try to listen in. Okay, Jeff, when are they going to send someone down? Because this is not, not okay. Uh, these are our friends. They're not horse, you know, they're horsemen, but they're not race horse. They like to race around. They're looking at me. And everyone's gathering around here, Jeff. Uh, and everyone's looking at me and RW and you. What, what what's with the uh, wide eyes, everybody? No no no, don't worry. I'm not I'm not gonna let all of you be put into zoos and on stage to perform for the great heavenly masses and run around in circles for them. This is wrong, uh, centaurs. You got something like a flashlight that's poking me while you're hugging me. Please please stop, uh, James. Uh, the the re kind of the reassignment thing. Okay, Jeff, so you actually did put hell out of business. Well, we did, kind of. We were never authorized, you know, by the creator. We were just, you know, like I said, we're just, we're a startup. And with no new intakes and actually no one, that's the thing why everybody's so sad. The three of us are the only 
non-employees of the former hell here other than Hans. And Mr. Hell, I guess they just said, I don't know if they made an example or what. Okay, Jif, so what, what are you saying? We're going to go work for General Zod. Uh, well, no, we're going to... Uh, we're, we're going to get in those glass things and just float around space forever, I guess. And I'm not even, I, I'm still, I'm pretty sure I'm still a human, even though I, I don't know how long has gone by. So maybe I'm not, but I never, I never even crossed, I crossed over. Okay, Jeff, just stop with the metaphysics, please. So you're saying I'm going to spend eternity with my best friend in the man who ruined hell in a mirror gla glass thing uh, floating through space. Uh, no, no, we'll all be alone for forever floating through space. Okay, no, 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 uh, no. I'm, I'm not going to have us floating through space. I'm not going to have... I'm not going to have this kind of god division. These are actually probably Greek and Roman gods, you know, castigated down here and made into titans and creatures. We have, what are they going to do? They're going to have a magician circuit? I think so. I think just children's parties, though, and maybe the theme park that Skiffy's working at. He's still weeping. And I'm not going to have anyone take a man who's used to skiffing on lava and have him skiff on, what, blue-colored water? Well, I think it, up there, they it's better than water. I heard it's great. I mean, it's just, we won't find out about it. Nah, Jeff, this is wrong. I don't care what consensus is building. You know, these, we have a purpose. We may need to, so all the humans, there's no humans coming here, but you, no, I'm not, Jeff, I'm not going to let this happen. Well, what are you going to do, James? You can't just, you're going to save hell? If that's what we need to do, Jeff, that's exactly what I'm going to do. If we have to save hell again, or, re you know, well, James, it's, it's, it didn't work out. I don't think it's necessary anymore. Jeff, give me a break. Okay, Jeff, we'll make it necessary. You know, even if it's just you, Jeff, we'll bring you back there. Okay, I'm sorry, R.W., I'm just telling you the facts. Okay, everybody calm down. Plate glass, uh, gorgons, whatever, you you know, you with the horn, uh, centaurs, you'll be able to run free down here, free, you know, free as we can be. But no, 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 no. Everyone gather around. I I'll figure something out. Me and R.W., yeah, I'll figure something out. With James, you know, at my side here to save hell. And, and hey, everybody, this is a narrator here. As we pull away and float away, everyone, all these different creatures and humanoids, even a couple like uh, liquid solid based people I didn't even know about, or I guess people might be a stretch, blobs and things, they start to gather in even closer, even plate glass. And they gather around the table that one child punch. And James seems to, to put them at ease with his talking. And, and and so it looks like, I guess the best I could tell is that hell's been put out of business. 
and liquidated or is being liquidated. And maybe I don't think it was purchased for its uh, whatever they call that assets, uh, intellectual assets or whatever. But it seems like it's you know the almost like I never heard of a zoo going out of business, and that that the hell's a zoo. Ever, you know, you've heard. I think I probably heard that said. Or zoos are hell. He said maybe a sloth, three-toed sloth, said that to me once. But I don't. Any, anyway, it looks like I don't know. It's a place to stop. It is. A, what are we getting ourselves into? This is a story. Uh, yet again, this story. Well, we'll see next week. I'm sure they'll come up with something quick. And I'll say, hey, what, what do we, you know? Who knows? But I'll see you next week on uh, another episode of Get Bessos, all right? Okay, thank yous. I want to thank Rachel B. I want to thank Babs. I want to thank Rebecca C.H. I want to thank Ahab's wife. I want to thank Babe. I want to thank Beth W. I want to thank Linda E.O.B. I want to thank Nancy P.W. Uh, Joshua P., Bill Nye, of course, uh, Laura, Vesna, uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Megan, uh, Megan L.O.T., thank you and good night. Uh, Beth T., thank you and good night. Uh, Sarah A., thank you and good night. Anya, thank you and good night. Marcy, thank you and good night. Uh, Damon D. on the back of thank you and good night, just saw this. Uh, and Damon D sent out a link about uh, United Way. I'll put in the show notes for Flint, Michigan. I want to thank Sophie H. Thank you and good night. Uh, Julie F. Thank you and good night. Over on Twitter, I want to say thank you and good night to Jonathan M. Uh, good night to Eli. Good night to December. Good night to Brian, thank you, and good night. Good night to John Jude, Jingleheimer Schmidt, thank you, and good night. Uh, good night, Geeky Girl, thank you. Good night, Mark Mack, uh, thank you very much for the donation. Lori S., thank you, and good night. Aurora Jellybean, thank you, and good night. Chloe W., thank you, and I'm glad that red eye worked out. Uh, Tiny Mountain of Stone, thank you and good night. Toasty Toes, thank you and good night. Uh, Nigel, thank you and good night. Oliver Ollie, thank you and good night. Uh, Jessica E., thank you and good night. And A.V. Crofts, uh, we gotta hear your story, thank you and good night. Uh, Ben M., thank you and good night. Sylvie, thank you and good night. Thanks for the support. Carrie, with a K, thank you and good night. Uh, Mike and Dr. Demento, thank you and good night. Uh, Lindsay, which quacks, quacking Lindsay, thank you and good night. Oh, maybe that's an inside joke. I think I just got it. Joan M., thank you and good night. Laura H. and the prisoner, thank you and good night. Thinking on that. Uh, hey, Tiffany, thank you and good night, Tiffany. Uh, another Ben G., thank you and good night. Uh, Devin. Thank you and good night. Megan, uh, thank you and good night. Esme, thank you and good night. Uh, Matt P, thank you and good night. Amanda R, thank you and good night. Scott T, thank you and good night. Robert H, thank you and good night. Okay, I want to thank Lori, thank you and good night. Samantha, thank you and good night.
Malia, thank you and good night. Vanessa, thank you and good night. Uh, Maud, thank you and good night. Carrie, thank you and good night. Jennifer D, thank you and good night. Alexandra, thank you and good night. Uh, Jessica D, thank you and good night. A- Angie, thank you and good night. Uh, Christine, thank you for that wonderful interview and good night. Fallon, thank you and good night. Carrie, thank you and good night. Uh, Michelle, thank you and good night. Claire, thank you and good night. Tiffany, thank you and good night again. Mike, thank you and good night again. Good to hear from you, buddy. Roger, thank you. And thanks for the recommendation. Kate, thanks again and good night. Kit, thanks again and good night. Uh, Greg, thank you. Catherine, thank you. Uh, Dan from Save from the Show, thank you and good night. And Rarebit Mary, thank you and good night. Uh, let's see. iTunes reviews, I want to thank Riznog. Riznog, who says, if this was, if there was easy listening genre podcast, this would be it. Thank you. Uh, George Jump does not like the podcast. Adam P. Never slept so well. Thank you, Adam P. And thank you for the kind, kind words. Insanely deep, dreamless sleep. Aurora Jellybean from the UK says the podcast has changed my life. Fluff up the pillow, set the timer. No more sleepless nights. Meandering nightly tales. Thank you. Uh, Eddie for fr four Nick. Uh, you know, he could, he, I think this is like, he's a guaranteed effect of 100% delivers his advertise. Thank you. Uh, the unknown says they had trouble sleeping till scooter. Rain bats, and, but then non sequiturs, discordant ramblings, uh, similar to what your brain does when you're dreaming. Uh, simulates the mode through speech, and if you listen off to Dreamland, you'll go because your logical brain, or your brain, that's my nickname for my brain. Hey, see, your brain, what's up? Uh, will not be operating anymore. Wonderful solution to a problem. The show saved my day. Thank you. Uh, this podcast is, I wanted to say posture for some reason. It's become a fixture. Oh, Laura K. Lives in a little house in the woods. Uh, but, you know, this podcast helps you be, be a, I'm a boyfriend, you know. Uh, Chrissy in Alaska works for her and her daughter. Uh, crazy, like magic. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like the crazy. I'm on the crazy side of magic. Uh, Fee Finger also from the UK. Oh no, from the USA says so just right. <clears throat> uh, Goldilocks of insomnia. Tried other podcasts. None of them are right. Uh, they don't really comprehend those everything, but uh, you know it doesn't matter. They go to sleep there, and they only want to associate the podcast with bedtime. Even the lavender logo calms them down. Thanks. Uh, peaceful. That's from Tanya, our good old buddy Tanya. Uh, hey, Scoots, where have you been all my life? Right here, acting weird, just not recording. Had trouble since sleeping since I was a child. The podcast is a new chapter. Soporific Splendor, in which the sleepy heroine, heroine finds a boyfriend. Oh, no, it's triple alliteration. Sleepy Sporific Splendor. 